Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. If you will turn with me to 1 Peter 2.21, I have been talking about Jesus and how he walked in love, what love is and how he walked in it. If 1 Peter 21, it says, For even hereunto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example. Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example, that you should follow his steps, Jesus is our example. Jesus is our example. And he showed us on earth for three and a half years how to walk in the gospel, how to walk in the spirit, how to walk with God. If you will turn with me to 1 John 5, verse 3. We're talking about 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter. You know, I remember back when I was in the um, Methodist church, I dated a gentleman for a couple years, and on my birthday one year, he sent me a card that he had drawn, and on the inside, he wrote all of 1 Corinthians 13. I remember it. You know what? Neither one of us had any idea what the 1 Corinthians 13 was talking about, and that love didn't last very long. All right. For this is, this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. Do you see that? This is the definition of love. This is the definition of God's love too. This is the love of God that we keep his commandments. That we keep his commandments. That's love. All right? Now, go with me to John 15, verse 10. This is Jesus speaking. In chapter 15, what a beautiful chapter. Verse 10, if you keep my commandments, this is Jesus speaking because it's in red. And he's talking to his disciples. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love. You shall abide in the love of Jesus. Even, isn't this a remarkable statement? Even as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. Do you see that Jesus could have stepped outside the love of the Father. He had every opportunity to step outside the love of the Father. And we say, oh, but God loves me unconditionally. No matter what I do, God loves me. You know what? Jesus had to stay in the commandments of God to stay in God's love. Now, let's turn to 1 Corinthians 13. I have spoken on the first couple of verses, but I want to look at the last verse in chapter 12 just for a moment. This is a, this is a beautiful verse, and it's also very telling. It says, but covet earnestly the best gifts. What are the best gifts? To prophesy, the gifts of healing, the gifts of miracles, the gift of knowledge, tongues, interpretation, those nine gifts. It says, covet the best of them. Do you know you can covet? You can covet the gifts. It says, covet or earnestly the best gifts. And yet, and yet, I love it. It's not a but. It's a yet. And yet, show I unto you a more excellent way. A more excellent way. And what is that way? 
We have looked at it. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love. What is love? Obeying the Father, obeying the commandments. I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow on my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profits me nothing. We've gone over these about how Jesus walked in these verses. And we went over the very first part of verse 4. Charity suffereth long. Love suffereth long. Now let's look at the next part. And is kind. Jesus walked in 1 Corinthians 13. I marveled when God told me that. He said, I want you to show how Jesus walked in in 1 Corinthians 13. I said, I never even considered that before. But you know what? Jesus is the word. Jesus is 1 Corinthians 13. But it says right here, and is kind. If you will turn with me to Luke 7, verse 11. What does the word kind here mean? It means to show oneself as useful. That's what Mr. Strong called it when he wrote the book, when he wrote the Concordance Strongs. He said to show thyself useful, to be beneficial, to be kind. You know what? This is not the kind of helping that old lady cross the street. It's not the kind of opening the door for a lady. This is a different kind of kind. It's beneficial beneficial. And this is a beautiful example of how Jesus was kind. Verse 11, and it came to pass the day after that Jesus went into a city called Nain and many of his disciples went with him and much people, big crowd. Now, when he came near the, or nigh the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out the only son of his mother. And she was a widow and much people of the city was with her, another crowd. And when the Lord saw her, when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said unto her, weep not. Now we're going to see what kind is when you're Jesus. He said, when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said unto her, weep not. And Jesus came and he touched the bier. And they that bear him stood still. And Jesus said, young man, I say unto thee, arise, arise. Jesus called that young man's body out of wherever he was, because he wasn't in the body. Called him out and put him back in his body. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak. And Jesus delivered him to his mother. Now, you think that's kind? You think that's beneficial? That is walking in the love of God. Remember, Jesus only did what the Father told him to do. He only spoke what the Father spoke and told him to speak. That was following the commandments of God. Wasn't that a wonderful thing? Go raise that kid from the dead. That's being kind. Now, the next part. It says, says, Charity envieth not, and charity vaunteth not itself. Vaunteth not itself. That means to boast of oneself. Does not boast of oneself. Turn with me to Mark 1, verse 40. Doesn't boast of oneself. This is Jesus. There came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou can make me clean. 
And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand and touched him and said unto him, I will, I will be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed. And he straightly charged him. Well, look at this. This is Jesus boasting about himself. This is Jesus telling them what a big faith man I am. Jesus is telling them, all right, I want you to take that, that leprosy and I want you to take a picture and hang it on the wall so everybody can see. No, Jesus vaunted not himself. Look what he did. And he straightly charged the man, the leper, and forthwith sent him away and said unto him, see, thou say nothing to any man. He didn't say, go tell everybody. He didn't say, let's do a documentary. He said, he said, say thou nothing to any man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Do you see how here Jesus didn't boast about himself? He told the man to be quiet about it. He told the man to be quiet about it. Vaunted not himself. Now, is not puffed up. Turn with me to Luke 18. Is not puffed up. Love is not puffed up. You know what I see about this chapter and about the Lord Jesus? It, it, it's kind of an affect and an effect. Affect in that you, you, you walk in these things and they happen. But it's also effect. You obey the commandments of God and you walk in the Spirit and these things automatically happen. They automatically, the Spirit leads you to not be puffed up. The Spirit leads you not to boast yourself. If you've ever walked in the Spirit and you're about ready to say something and the Spirit says, no, you know, no, most of the time. Then you get to repent. All right, Luke 18, 18. It says, and a certain ruler asked him, saying, good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus, not being puffed up, said unto him, why callest thou me good? Why callest thou me good? He didn't say, I know, I'm big faith man. He said, why do you call me good? Why do you call me good? Go to the next one. Go to John 14. Verse 10. Believest thou not that I'm in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. You see, Jesus didn't say, look what I can do. He, never, he didn't say, look what I can do. He said, it's the Father in me that does the works. I have many people, many that email me, talk to me on the phone, text me, whatever. And they say, oh, the messages that you give. I am very careful, very careful, always to say, the messages are never mine. I don't get them by myself. I pray and God tells me what to say. The Spirit tells me what to say. He puts the messages together. And I think he does a really cool job. But it's God that does it. Never, never me. Now, verse 5 in Corinthians 13. Does not behave itself unseemly. Doth not behave itself unseemly. Love doesn't behave itself unseemly. It, won't in, it, it doesn't act unbecomingly. Turn with me to John 8. Verse 1. Jesus went into the Mount of Olives. We're going to set up the scene here, all right? 
And early in the morning, he came again to the temple. And the people came unto him. And he sat down and taught them. So now they're in a temple. And all these people came to hear Jesus speak. So he's in the middle of teaching. And in the middle of teaching, verse 3 happens. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. Adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they walked her down into the middle of everybody. Jesus is teaching. They walk her down in the middle of everybody and they set her in the middle. And they say unto the master, say unto Jesus, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act in front of all this people. This is going on. Now you've got scribes and Pharisees, you've got a crowd, and you've got Jesus. How's he going to act? He's going to obey God. He's going to obey the commandments of God. And that is walking in love. And this they said, tempting him, that he might have something to accuse him. But Jesus, not acting unseemly, look how he acts. But Jesus, in the middle of all this crowd, stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And then again he sat down, he stooped down, and he wrote on the ground. Didn't make a big scene. Didn't yell. Didn't accuse. Just sat on the ground, just stooped down and wrote on the ground. And it said, And they which heard it, being convicted of their own conscience. You see, the Spirit led Jesus to stoop down right on the ground. And you know what I love about the spirit of grace? Guess who's putting conviction on all the, on all the um, scribes and Pharisees? And they that heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. And when Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? And she said, No man, Lord. And I want you to look at this. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. He said, I don't condemn you, but don't do it again. But don't do it again. Go and sin no more. Notice how he, he didn't act unseemly. In fact, he acted very controlled. That's, I love it. When the Spirit of God is leading you, that you can act, you can act controlled, and God makes everything happen. Now, the next part of the verse, seeketh not her own. Love seeketh not her own. Turn with me to John 6, 15. This is the last one we're going to do today. When Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain himself alone. He didn't seeketh not his own. Jesus could have become king. He had enough people. He had enough multitudes. But what did he do when they wanted to make him king? He took off into the mountains. He humbled himself and went to the mountains. Why? He wasn't going to be a king. He wasn't going to be their king. He was going to be their savior and then their king. See, they wanted him to be king in the flesh. He needed to be king in the spirit. This is Jesus walking in the love of God, walking in the commandments of God. And you know what? He's our example. He's our example. When we obey the commandments of God, 
That is walking in the love of God. And we will be led just like Jesus was. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.